Welcome to the Promo Cares Radio Podcast, where we share the stories about the good being done in the promotional products industry. From philanthropic efforts to cause marketing to giving programs, these are the people who are inspiring others to improve the world through promo. To learn more about Promo Cares, visit promocares.org. Now, on with today's show. Hello, Promo Cares. It's Carrie Cowden, your hostess, and today we have the pleasure of welcoming Tony Poston from College Hill out of Seattle, Washington. So thanks for coming here today, Tony. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> so we are, uh, full disclosure, recording earlier. We're in the midst of this crazy worldwide pandemic. So I really want to thank you for coming and talking to us about all the good that you're doing. And then um, maybe we can even spark some ideas for distributors across the country and suppliers across the country of things that we can be doing in spite of all of these crazy, this crazy world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. <laughs> so um, how long have you been in the promotional products industry? Um, coming up on 10 years, I think. Yeah. So nice. uh, I graduated college in 2008 and got into it full time just shortly after that. So cool. yeah. what sparked you to get into the industry? Um, actually, I worked in the music industry before this. And so we started doing merchandising for bands and mm -hmm. uh, I was managing bands and we had some screen printing equipment. I was uh, I was selling shirts to bands um, that were touring and because a lot of touring bands make money off of merchandise sales at their right. shows. And uh, the guy I was working for said, hey, can we sell this to under other industries? And so I said, yeah, colleges. I, I used to do t-shirts all the time for my fraternity. And I actually worked at, um, at a small t-shirt shop um, on campus when I was in college. And so we started doing that. And that kind of snowballed into what we're doing now. Very cool. Okay, so yeah. it's called College Hill. And tell us a little bit about that market and that channel that you work with. Yeah, so... Um, we, we started, I guess, rewinding back to 2010. Um, the guy I was working with, he was really involved in the music industry, decided to move the company to Nashville and, and wanted to continue on in the music industry. And so I always had an itch to, to leave the big city and go back to the college town that I, I went to school, uh, Pullman, Washington at Washington State University. And so I moved back and um, got a small apartment above a bar um, on campus, and the neighborhood that Greek Row is on happens to be called College Hill. So uh, oh. that's where I got the name. Um, it was called College Hill Custom Threads in the beginning, and our niche was uh, fraternities and sororities. So okay. we sold um, branded merchandise for things like Bid Day and Parents Weekends, and um, as we grew, we picked up uh, the licenses for universities around the country. And as most of our customer base graduated on into um, corporate jobs, they kind of took, uh, took us with them. And now we actually do more in the corporate world than we do um, in the collegiate world. So it's, it's kind of cool. a cool evolution there. Yeah, that's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we, uh, we found you through uh, the Canvas stories, which Sanmar puts out, mm -hmm. and uh, they talked about your philanthropic give back. So before we get into that whole thing of what you guys do, which I was researching, and it's truly incredible, and, and I can't wait for things to get back so you can really get going because you're neither, yeah. in the light, and it's, it's very cool to see. But um, can you think back to when you were younger and when you had this spark of why you wanted to give back and why it wasn't just about the bottom line? Yeah, I mean, um, I guess this probably sounds kind of cliche, but uh, I was raised by my grandparents, and I think, you know, they're pretty old-fashioned, and... Um, I think that's probably where it started. I was really involved with the Boy Scouts growing up and uh, my grandfather took me to every single meeting and camp out and 
Um, just, it's just something we did. Scouting for food was one of the things that we did. And, and um, it just kind of was instilled into me as, as young as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I came to college, I joined a fraternity and I was lucky enough to become the philanthropy chair um, as a freshman. And so uh, my first task was to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. And um, we brainstormed some ideas and obviously t-shirts sell. So that was my first t-shirt design ever. Um, and then I wanted to throw an event. We threw a big concert um, with some, some punk rock bands in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember right, we raised around $6,000 and uh, the rest is kind of history. It was sort of a... a a prelude to what I would do in my career, end up going and working in the music industry and, and selling t-shirts. So right. um, I was 17 when I put on that concert and, and um, I guess, you know, I never really intended to, to go into music or to merchandising, but I just really enjoyed it. And that's what I ended up doing. That is awesome. It's funny that you would said Boy Scouts because I'm, I'm here working from home and I, I found a clipboard that is from the Girl Scouts and it's the cookies. Oh, <laughs> nice. More. My daughters both do the Girl Scout stuff, and I did that too. So it's good. it's oh, cool. kind of funny when you hear the Boy Scout, Girl Scout. But yeah, we sold some boxes, man. We got some sweet clipboards. <laughs> I, I, I see they're doing all the obviously they can't be out selling, so they're doing right. all the online sales now. Yeah, you got to yeah. pivot right now. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so um, when we we heard about you and what you were doing, you you do a, a bunch of different things. So you have a unique setup, I think, for how you go to market. So can we talk about that for a second about your sales reps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess the majority of the business when we first started off was local, um, but we knew that we had a service that we could offer students around the country. And um, we started a brand rep program for college students. Um, and at one point we were doing business at around 400 campuses. So um, we hired college students similar to like, you know, you see Red Bull or Monster or, or different campus ambassadors or brand ambassadors. And and we have them out tabling and, and promoting College Hill. And um, it was really, really successful. So um, it was fun. I thought it would be a, a, you know, I wish they would have had something like that when I was in school. Yeah. Um, I would have loved it. But um, yeah, I think that's sort of what got us the growth and the trajectory in the very, very beginning was these awesome college students repping our brand around the country. That's so cool. And so when, you, when you're dealing with these reps, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but um, mm-hmm. they're obviously college age. So are you seeing their their call to have some type of corporate, you know, give back within. So is that something that you think draws the corporate, the brand reps to your brand? Yeah, I think it is the right ones. Of course. Um, you know, I, I, I interview most of them and that's something I I look for is, is, you know, why college Hill, why are they attracted Mm -hmm. to repping our company? And, And that's something I really hope that they answer with is, well, we see that you guys do giving back and, um, Philanthropy is really, really important in Greek life. You know, fraternities and sororities, it's, it's every fraternity and sorority has a national organization that they support. Uh, most of them also have local ones that they support. And um, I think it's, it's, that's probably where we, when, when I built the business plan, that's probably where I got the idea so much to instill giving back into our business plan was, it was one of the values of my fraternity. Actually, uh, the motto of my fraternity was give expecting nothing thereof. And um, it's just something that I carried with me since since I was initiated at a fraternity. So yeah, very cool. That's good stuff. I love that you're back in your your back to the university. You you even live in the same community, oh, right? 
I love it. Yeah. I mean, living in a college town is, is awesome. It's just, you have major sports, you know, mm-hmm. right there locally. The commute is nothing. I mean, our town is about 35,000 people with students, 21,000 undergrads. Um, <laughs> so you do have a good break in the summer, um, yeah. but you know, traffic, you got two lights to get to work. <laughs> and, um, we're headquartered over on the other side of the state in Seattle. I could still get there and, and, 45 minute flight and a 20, 25 minute Uber. So, Oh, that's uh, nice. It's, it's really nice. I mean, it's actually shorter than some of the commutes that um, some of the team members over there have from 20 miles outside of downtown. So yeah, that would make sense. Little, little city life is better. <laughs> yeah, we love it over here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, you have, so uh, through all the brand rep, brand reps that you're talking about, how, how many do you have throughout the country? Do you have a number or. I mean, I mean it fluctuates as some graduate stuff right now we have around 40. Okay. So throughout the country, about 40. Okay. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you're currently doing and how you pivoted because you were talking about um, pop-up shops that you were offering to clients and how obviously that event can't happen. So what are you doing differently to kind of connect everything? Yeah. I mean, right now, online stores have always been a thing that we've done, but um, usually they're ongoing and online order fulfillment um, Mm -hmm. or quarterly employee stores, things like that. Right now we're coming up with a lot of creative designs and doing virtual pop-ups um, for everything from uh, local food banks and local childcare centers to restaurants that you know are having a hard time paying their staff. So um, we're doing these really cool virtual pop-ups and keeping them up for a couple weeks, um, closing them down, printing and shipping all around the country for people, especially in a college town who had, um, right now we have one for one of the famous local bars. It's called the Cougar Cottage. It's one of the best college bars in America. It's been <laughs> voted that. So. Um, you know, it's interesting because people, they want to support that bar that they went to while they were in college, especially this bar has been around for, I think, 80, gosh, 82 or 83 years. They do a shirt every year that has a number on the back. That's the only way I know that. But (laughs) um, we're up at over 300 shirts sold in the last week for that. And they're going all, I was looking at where some of the orders are coming from. They're all around the country. So, um, and that money goes directly into the pockets of the servers and the um, bartenders that, that don't have jobs right now. So. That is a great idea. So you're keeping it local, but then everybody can connect with their community that they knew and loved. And yep. that is a great idea. Great yep. idea. So some other cool fundraisers. Let's talk about other stuff before the, the madness of the great pause happened. Can you share some other fun stories? Um, yeah. So I guess the one that I think is the coolest is, um, you know, being in a local college town here, we're we're connected. We hire from the university. There's two major universities within eight miles, just right across the border is the University of Idaho. It's just eight miles away. So mm-hmm. we have an awesome pool of talent here um, from designers to marketers, but uh, they just started a new wine and beverage management program a couple of years ago at Washington State University. Um, they've always had a pretty good viticulture and, and wine management program, but um, in the Pacific Northwest here, microbreweries are, are very, very popular. And some of our best clients are breweries or hop growers, um, hop unions and, and hop farmers. And so we thought it would be a really cool idea to develop a scholarship for the wine and beverage management program. Um, so we partnered up with one of our um, clients, the hop, uh, Yakima Chief Hop Union, um, who provides hops to, I, I mean, I estimate over half of the breweries in the United States. Um, right here in Washington State, um, and then a local brewery, and we developed a beer. We've done it two years now. The first year was called the Scholar Pale Ale. Um, it was a, a brewery up in north north central Washington, and this year it was called the Graduate uh, Golden Ale. 
And proceeds from those sales of that beer goes directly to a scholarship for the wine and beverage management program. And the beers, you know, it, it sold really, really well. It was in dozens of bars around the state. Um, and we sold merchandise, of course, for it and had release parties at, you know, six or seven different establishments around, around the Washington state at different cougar owned bars, which is our mascot cougars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. Just people really love, especially when you go off to a state college in the middle of nowhere, you, you form this bond um, with people and people don't understand it if they didn't do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's really, really cool. Cause you know, we never, we're not in the beer business, but we can release a beer with our name on it and, uh, and raise money for a good cause. So that's one that I think is really fun. So who came up with that idea? Like, I, I did like actually, at three in the morning, like you can't sleep um, and you think of, oh, I'm going to brew a beer and I'm going to distribute it to all these bars. <laughs> um, actually, it's kind of like that. It wasn't three in the morning. It was pretty late though. And it was at our company um, holiday party gift exchange, white elephant gift exchange. And uh, one of the, one of the employees at College Hill, she big time into home brewing and um, she actually is our account manager for all the breweries we work with. Um, and her, her partner was a, a brewmaster at a brewery, and so she just she just knows really really good beer. Mm-hmm. And she had drawn my name for for our holiday gift exchange, and she gave me a bunch of really really good craft beers. And I was drinking one, out, and I just out of nowhere was like, you know, it'd be really cool if like we released a beer. Like College Hill would be a cool name for a beer, you know? Yeah. And it just, we just started talking, well, we don't, we're not in the business of beer, but we work with all these breweries. We work with these hop farms, you know, we could do it. And I was like, yeah, I, just, I don't really want to just do it though. At first it was like, maybe we could do it and give it as a gift to our clients. Right. Then it kind of just evolved. Well, why don't we come up with a scholarship that we can like sell this beer and, and give back to Washington State University, which I'm a diehard Cougar fan, mm-hmm. um, you know, just I'm, I owe my entire career, everything, my wife, everything to this college, to be completely honest. So we decided to give back to Washington State and, and it's just been really, really fun. I actually still have some in my fridge. So <laughs> yeah. I love, I love when the stories come like that. And I think when you have the story connected to it, and then if you put that go back, give back type of thing added to it and yeah. it just, it elevates everything. Like why isn't every single campaign doing this? Like it's so but it, it is hard also to come up with the concept and pull all the people together and make it all happen. Like that was not, I'm sure an easy feat to say like, okay, we're going to make a beer and we're going to do this. And it's going to go all these cougar own bars, like all those things had to come together for that. But right. when you have the right intent in your heart, like it happens, it can happen all the time. You just have to take the step. So good for you for doing it. Yeah. You know, people want to want to do it. It's, you know, figuring out how, and like I said, like, going to Washington State University, there's such a good network of people to help out for things like this. And, and mm-hmm. when you, when you mention, Hey, I want to do this for a scholarship for Washington State, you know, they're just that much more inclined to help you out along the way. So right. they're just as passionate as I am. So yeah. Yeah. Go Cougars. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there was also a Teal Link program that you have. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So um, we, we have a really cool marketing platform called HubSpot. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, mm-hmm. but it's a really cool technology that's way over my head, to be honest. But we have the ability to do some really cool tracking of things um, for our orders and whatnot. And so um, we can build landing pages and kind of track the amount of volume that comes through that and, and the orders that come through that, similar to most websites, I'm sure. But um, we, 
we work with so many nonprofits and um, at, at one point we were just, you know, it started to get a little bit hard to track where this business was coming from and how much money actually came from a referral or whatnot so we could donate back to the appropriate causes. So, mm -hmm. man, what can we do to track this easier and um, build something that is catered towards that specific organization so we know everything that goes through that gets attributed on the back end correctly. So mm -hmm. we came up with a link and we'll build it for any nonprofit that wants it um, locally here. I mean, not anyone. We have to obviously like have some sort of connection to them or something, but, um, and then they promote it out to their network and it's basically just like an affiliate link, but instead of somebody making, you know, instead of me paying a commission to a sales rep, mm -hmm. it's going directly to the cause. And so we've built them for fraternities, for their philanthropies. Um, we have one for the local hospital here. Um, which is, has been hugely successful, actually. Um, but it's called the Teal Link because our company colors are teal. Uh, all of our boxes that go out are teal, and I just love the color teal. We all do. So, um, a good color. Yeah. That's why we call it. It's just everybody's always asked, why is it called the Teal Link? I was like, well, if you click on it, you'll see. It's like everything. <laughs> teal. So, it's teal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. That's awesome. Well, anything else you want to share with us? I, I really appreciate all that, that. I love talking to you. Like you're, you're an inspiration in, in hearing all the different ways of doing the things that you do. It's just, it's nice to hear that there's someone thinking outside of the box and not just slinging pens. Like you're, you're literally intentionally thinking about things and that's important in this world. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, especially when people have so many options in today's, mm -hmm. you know, buyers can buy from anybody and you know, we don't want to do business with people that, that are just looking for the cheapest price or whatever it would be. We want to do business with people that want to do good like we do. And so um, it's, it's really, really important. And if you go with the attitude that, you know, give expecting nothing thereof, mm -hmm. um, you will get, see a return on it. I mean, it's, you know, if you're doing it for that reason, it's the wrong reason to see the return. But if you do it for the right reason, you will get the return and it'll make you feel good. And, and you'll get the right people that want to come work for you. Mm -hmm. um, and people just generally enjoy coming to work a little bit more when they can see uh, that they're doing a, a they're doing good. They're not just slinging pens. I mean, right. you know, we we just got a newsletter from Habitat for Humanity who we volunteer with. Um, that the the house that we volunteered on last, which is last November, we were out at the site. They finally got to move in, and and so I forwarded it to the team, and everybody was so excited. They're just like, you know, this was five months ago now. Um, but I remember that day. It's so cool to see that, you know, it, it warms my heart. And those are the type of people that, that, you know, they don't come to work here because, because they want to sling pens. They come to work here for all the other reasons that we're here. So. Right. Very cool. Well, congrats. It's a very cool company and it's really, really great to have met you. Thanks for your time today. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care.